Hello everyone, this is Bob and Threadbear, and welcome back to Fighting in Harmony, a Lancer campaign. Where we last left off, the vanguard of the revolution traveled to Baritone, had a brief meeting with Penelope Agrotisa, the noble in charge, and after contriving a reason to leave her estate and actually go investigate the rest of the settlement, the island, they quickly found out that basically the entire thing was rigged to pit every work team against one another, not really in service to themselves, but as a way to mm, perhaps obfuscate the fact that the landlords are taking larger cuts than the workers might otherwise prefer. Landlord parasitism? In this day and age? What? Say no. it ain't so. What isn't obfuscated is the fact that the workers have to pay for their own mech repairs. And as such, and also because the mechs technically aren't owned by them, they are in terrible shape and made worse by the constant competitive sabotage going on between them. Oh, and also this entire time you have been shadowed either blatantly or secretly by one Agent Nil of the Secret Police, a.k.a. the Subharmonics. Really nice dude. However, curiously enough, he has not been as adversarial as perhaps you were expecting, instead providing bits of advice here and there about the best ways in which to foil the Lady Penelope's attempts to keep you in line. And in fact, after recently demoing a new way to run fields put forth by your suggestions for leadership on Baritone. Agent Nil mentioned that on the other side of the island, a work team has gone rogue, perhaps, gone aggressive in any rate, and decided to openly attack another work team out in the field. As he suggested, this may be an opportunity to further ingratiate yourselves into the good graces of the work teams throughout the island if they manage to hear about your intervention and assuming of course that you don't you know kill them all in the process i imagine doing that would not be good for worker morale it's extremely counterproductive tends to be Fucked up, but true. However, at the moment, you are still in the settlement of Willow Creek. And you have had the break between sessions to consider the logistics of how you intend to get over to the other side of the island with your mechs and perhaps deal with Agent Nil keep him from seeing too much in the process and perhaps 
an additional part of that puzzle is the fact that Namtab, unfortunately, was not able to make it. And so perhaps there is a task that needs doing this week. Hey, Johnny Alpha, can you can you literally sit on this man for half a day, please? Something along those lines. It's probably a better idea not to take Mr. Grenade's sword into a battle where we're trying not to kill people. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a very specific role for him uh, in my strategy, and there was like a 25% chance that in and out of character, he was going to be willing to go along with it. And this just makes my math so much simpler. <laughs> I will say that last session, uh, Namtab Johnny Alpha did volunteer to be Agent Nil's babysitter. And so perhaps you have managed to convince him to stay out of this fight. The uh, work crews being not the kind of people he wants to murder. One of these days, we're going to have to have a talk with that boy. Someday. Yeah. But not this day. This day we fight. And so I assume that you'll be leaving Agent Nil and, by extension, Johnny Alpha in Willow Creek, along with your two leadership candidates. I'm nodding along. So that the rest of you can jump into the metal wing which has been discreetly landed in a fallow field a couple of kilometers away from willow creek and that being accomplished well first thing i should do is show you where you're going oh. Oh. so when i said earlier that rice patty steps not rice patties is it the andes that's the andes I know them for their mints. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> but yes. So, as I mentioned, Baritone supports all kinds of agriculture, and that includes the kinds that grow better at high altitudes in otherwise difficult terrain. Potatoes, for instance come from the Andes originally, and there are many varieties that still grow there today that are not easily found elsewhere in the world. As such, the mountainous section of the island has been entirely cut into terraces, flat plains that step down like an immense staircase that crosses the entire side of a steep mountain slope. Huge sections of rocky terrain that have been made fertile both by the wind wall directing water and moisture and wind flow onto every side of the mountains and also by more simpler forms of human ingenuity, cutting the rocks, moving topsoil into place, and carefully managing any sort of potential dangers like mudslides and rock slides that might otherwise destroy entire fields and anyone who is unfortunate enough to be standing on them. Although considering what you know about 
the island's management, it's hard to imagine that the mudslides and rockslides are as carefully avoided as they probably ought to be. But from what you gather, based on the bits of the report that Agent Nil shared with you, the original work crew attack happens with the entire crew jumping at another team and the other team retreated gathered all of their people together and only now is a full-on melee about to break out and they're able to see it from the sky as one of them approaches climbing down several terraces the other team is climbing up from below so first of all yes the ones that are in high supply denoted with the yellow icon of the uh, power loader from aliens I thought I recognized it <laughs> those are the fruit pickers they are basically somewhere in between an exosuit and an actual mech. The pilot cockpit is open to the air and the arms are variable and have extremely dexterous control because they need to be able to go up and cut an entire bunch of bananas off a tree but also pick individual strawberries out of bushes all without damaging the produce as such their agility is two but not being combat mechs they have no armor one structure one hit point these are grunts also if they take any amount of heat from any source the mech shuts down okay important to know hmm. i can work with this that's what I want to hear. Well, not any source. They are allowed to take heat from their own systems and weapons, but any inflicted heat destroys them immediately. On the other hand, their safe target is 10. Their evasion is 12. Their E-defense is 8. Cool, 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 cool. Okay low e-defense compared to evasion. I'm liking all of this. Yes, a couple of other things. Assassin gets plus one accuracy on all agility checks. And basically they can move at full speed on any terrain, which is very useful to them because all of the terrain you see here is difficult terrain. There are too many terraces. They are too steep. You will struggle to move in any direction. So that means every hex of movement counts as two? Yes. Okay. Except for the little guys. That's fine. That's fine. Boy, it sure is nice to to have that little piece of equipment I have that lets, lets me treat solid terrain as non-climbable. Not climbable. Strike that whole thing from the record. No. I fucked that up real bad. You've got the good shoes. I got the good shoes. I got the grippy shoes. 
But don't say grippy shoes because then it makes me think of those toe shoes. <laughs> oh, you don't want me to talk about the toe shoes? <laughs> you don't want me to talk about individual little sleeves for toes that, that go in? No, I want Bobbin to give us more intel. Yes. You don't think it, you want only to talk about how people can't wear socks on those, so those things smell like buttermilk after like two days? Oh my god. Bobbin, <laughs> save us, please. They make please. toe socks. I bet you could wear those. There's a second ability that they have that I'm not going to use. It's called Assassin's Mark. And it is not in character for these mechs, so I'm ignoring it. Okay. But the other thing they can do is leap, which is they just jump up to six spaces in any direction. Vertical leap! It is a quick Yo. action, and it matches, by the way, their actual speed, which is also six. And uh, if you really want to give these guys a hard time, force them to make engineering checks, because they have minus one. Noted. So, second type of mech you can see there, the size two mechs, are the Combine Harvesters. <laughs> yes, yes. I know. <laughs> so, these guys only have a speed of two, so they're going to uh, not be moving too much on this map. They are also grunts, but they also have two armor. On top of that, they have Dig In, which allows it to gain resistance to all damage from any attack from any source, but uh, once per round. And they become slowed until the end of their next turn, which hardly matters, all things considered. And also they don't need to use that because they also have shock armor, resistance to damage from all melee weapons, heavy frame, cannot be pushed, pulled, knocked prone, or knocked back by smaller characters, and the demolition hammer which deals 10 explosive damage when it hits. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. I see. Don't get hit by the Combine Harvester. Got it. It's generally a bad idea to get hit by any kind of thing that you would call a Combine Harvester. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's sort of the point. It's <laughs> In-universe, the Combine Harvester does not have a demolition hammer, but what they do have is this big old frame of knives. That'll shred anything up to and including military-grade armor. Okay, but why, though? Like, what are they harvesting with those things? Your soul! Anything they Corn. need to. Mega grain, mega wheat. Iron wheat. <laughs> oh, yes. I should also mention agility, minus two, system, minus one, hull three, engineering, two. Uh, save, evasion, and e-defense. Right. Their save target is 10. Their evasion is 6. Their e-defense is 7. Okay. So, the, yeah, the, their defense is their ability to not take damage. Not their ability to avoid it in the first place. Right. The two armor helps with that. Fine. Still does not alter my math. And then, there's the third type of mech you can see down there which strikes the sensors of your metal wing as a bit odd because they are designed in a manner that appears to be the same as the combine harvester but 
mechanics beneath those frame additions seems to be entirely different. So, okay. Just for reference, yes, those are the ones that use the same image as the larger harvesters, but are size one instead. They are equipped with actual weapons, chain axes, and they have an actual speed, five. Their evasion and e-defense are similar, eight and six. But then they also have 12 hit points and two structure each. These are military-grade mechs dressed up like combine harvesters. Armor? One armor. Agility? Hole three, agility two, systems minus two, engineering minus one. Okay. All right, I've got the numbers written down. Thank you. All right, boss, what's the plan? So, as we decided last time, oh, we are doing this in the standard issue Everest because we don't want to roll in there and our extremely distinct and out of system fancy good mechs. Except me. Except you. So as we are uh, flying overhead, taking our like one lap to get some intel, I call the three of you into like a small room where we can talk strategy. I mean, it's just you on this entire ship, so anywhere would do. Yeah, just make sure we're all together. So, team, given their equipment, it would be trivial for us to blow in there and cut them all down and leave. However, that would be highly counterproductive to our goals here. That sounds more like a plan Johnny would make. That is why Johnny is not here. So, we need a show of not force, but strength. We need to subdue all of them, shut them all down. To that end, White Collar, Yes. You are going to be our primary offensive unit for this engagement. Okay. Firewalls on farming equipment are not going to be especially robust. And they are going to have very cheap, very simple overheat override systems. Get in, push them just hard enough to shut them down, move on to the next one. That's your entire job this time. I'm on it. The rest of us are playing defense. Now, I would go in in my Tokugawa, but I've recently equipped a ride-along. I haven't had the chance to talk to it yet, but my understanding is that it is going to be bang for blood the entire time it is turned on. So, I've readied my Everest. I've equipped it with deployable cover, smoke grenades, manipulators, everything I can use to slow them down. I won't tell the two of you how you should equip yourselves, but I would advise similarly. I have also readied my old Everest. I feel that we should probably not roll in there with a, our very distinctive, not made in this system next, so. I've also selected standard equipment as opposed to my nice fancy weapons. I'll need to change up the weapons on my Everest, but I believe that will be no problem. 
which is me saying I really need to quickly change out from a mortar and a howitzer. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that <laughs> might be... That might be a little bit uh, overkill Excessive. for what is effectively a John Deere tractor. <laughs> Game show, if you ever have a free moment during this engagement, I want you to serve as secondary fire for White Collar. I know you two like to take similar tacks. I believe you can supplement her efforts if you are able. Gives a little two finger salute. What? What? Excuse? Oh, okay. <laughs> he flips me off, British style. <laughs> it took a second. No, I get what you mean now, but like yeah. generally when people say that, it's, uh... <laughs> let's get rid of the mortar and let's get rid of the howitzer. Holy shit! <laughs> so, white collar, we will be doing our best to keep you surrounded. Move only as you need to, and move as you think is best. All right. Wouldn't it be better to attach to someone more maneuverable? Copy out of character. Yes, it would, but I think that's your core system, and you only get one of those. Oh. And I don't think this is the boss fight. The, yeah. The, the parasitism thing is your core system, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, all right. I know that there's an extra battery up in the air, and maybe you could do it that way. And if you want to do it that way, it's fine. I don't have a use for the second core battery. I renounced my claim to it. And if these guys are okay with attaching you to something, then by all means. Mm. I better not waste it. Well, not using it would also be wasting it. Keep that in mind. That's true. It's, you know, you can deploy it at the start of any turn, and so if an emergency comes up and yeah. you need to beat fucking feet, yeah, we've got a backup battery, so it, it will not be a terrible loss if we need to strap you onto somebody who's a bit faster. Okay. And effectively, you can just have the core battery sitting even just in the metal wing and have it recharge your core system after this battle, after using it, if you choose to use it. Yeah. All right. So to answer your in-character question, I answer in-character that as an emergency. So I've uh, I've chosen to take the Cyclone Pulse Rifle rifle instead of um, those other two weapons, mostly due to the uh, to the custom job guys here and them being military grade. So I think having one really big gun that I would have to, yes, I would have to reload, but uh, that's fine, is probably for the best. It's also that reliable five, so it's dealing five damage no matter what. Yeah, I'm rolling um, with the shotgun and assault rifle. I do not feel the particular need to bring an anti-material rifle on this fight. I'm only bringing the anti-material rifle due to the, due to these guys right here, the, the ones that are military grade. That's it. Otherwise, I'm sticking with the assault rifle. I've got two pretty dinky melee weapons, and uh, my flex mount is double loaded with thermal pistols. Yeah, no regular pistols for me. But... So I can just pop, pop. So I will be DPS for once. Right. So any questions you guys want to raise about why there are secret military mechs in with the civvies? Uh, 
I mean, yes, I have questions. However, I don't know if I can get answers right now of what we're trying to deploy. I just assumed fuckery. I thought this was a cool false flag. Ah, we're at bowling green. Three standard issue mechs and one weird tiny exoskeleton are going to drop out of an invisible jet in the sky and shut everybody down and then we will pull whoever is piloting the custom jobs out of their cockpits and question them. Mm. All right. Assuming they don't immediately turn around and run away and report this to the big lady in charge because holy shit, what the fuck? Hmm. Where do you want to deploy on this map? Where are we dropping, boys? I kind of want to go big stupid and just put us straight in the middle. Yeah. On that little plateau? Yeah. Sensor ranges are radii. Yeah. My sensor range is actually better this time. I'm tiny. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking small. Small. I'm like the same size as a person. Hey, is your like head covered in there? I've got goggles on. Okay, but the, do the goggles do anything? Uh, heads-up display, sure. That's not the meme. <laughs> That's not That's the meme. That's not the meme. Right, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Oh. Uh, the goggles do nothing. <laughs> I am just a small level one goblin. <laughs> I have no good loot. I have only one hit point. <laughs> All right. So one last thing before we get going. I want to mention that this fight features a special new mechanic called morale. Hmm. If you reduce one side's morale to zero, they will run from the battle. I am not otherwise obliged to tell you how morale works. Okay. Fair enough. Do we have a morale gauge? Yeah, it's kind of hit points. <laughs> Fair enough. Do we have a moray gauge? I want to know our eel status. <laughs> and for expediency's sake, I'm going to have one NPC turn for each type of mech rather than each mech because there are 15 fruit pickers on each side and I don't want to go through each of them individually. <laughs> no, what? we would be here. It would take about uh, an hour a turn. What? No. I'm thinking uh, we have one Everest in this hex. Done. And then we put the which, goblin in the middle. Which hex? I already took it. I didn't even the see which Everests are in good positions right now. Alright. Well, aside from everything else, your sudden appearance on the battlefield gives both sides a moment and reason to pause before continuing. Uh, those guys have guns. <laughs> so I would have... like to ask you all 
if there is something you would like to say or do as you show up, retro dreads firing, scorching the crops beneath you as you land on that terrace. Because if you do, you may cut some of their morale out just from that first bit of intimidation. I can do show off, which is plus two. Then I can immediately burn my uh, my background bonus accuracy. Try and get a, uh, some extra help there. I'm only going to give the team one roll between the lot of you, so choose wisely. Yeah, if, if anybody else wants to do something, I'm more than welcome here. Ideas? Nah, you take it. I don't think I've got anything good for this. Okie dokie. I was just going to blast the audiobook of uh, the Communist Manifesto at, like, full volume. <laughs> I was going to slam my two mobile cover walls and spread my cape dramatically in the mountain air. All right. So... Talking probably works much better. Yeah. I have a cape, by the way. I, I, I've never decided what my personalizations are for the Tokugawa, but for the Everest, it's definitely a big cape. That's good. <laughs> I love that. Let's roll show off. That's a 22. That's a <laughs> I didn't oh, even cool. need the accuracy. Holy shit. Nice. You rolled a one on it. We all hero land and then stand up dramatically. That's how we that's how we <laughs> enter. And Connor just coaches everyone through it. Imagine Jean-Luc saying, Why would you land on your knee? That would actually be <laughs> quite painful. <laughs> Fucking game show with the coordinated dance routine instructions here. Right, everybody mark two, three, four, five, <laughs> mark two, three, mark. We have engineered systems that let them max nap. We just come in there like <laughs> Careful, you want to step away from the Ginyu force. I got the little manipulators. You know, the, for, for you grabbing people. You do have people. the manipulators. I have the manipulators too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is my line? It's, it's four arms. Two of them are snapping. Two of them are jazz handsing. <laughs> oh, God. Right? No, no, the other two are like Waving the cape behind you like a peacock. <laughs> oh. All right. Who's in range of the goblin? Yes, it is a PC turn. This one is. And this one is. Are any of the big ones within your range to start? Yes. You just immediately start by taking out one of the big ones. Uh, yes, I will say, however, that if someone else wants to go, I can, and if since you're adjacent to me, I can, as a reaction, lock on, and then in response to uh, that, uh, one of y'all can consume that lock on immediately. I don't have anything I'm going to do that's going to require lock on. At least not for a couple of turns. Yeah, I think my first turn is just I'm going to be end up I'm going to end up shooting one of the um, power loaders and uh, with my uh, with my assault rifle, which will just take it out. I just okay end up taking a thing out. So if you want to do something cool for your first, that's fine. But my my turn is. Going I to thought we weren't. Spent. 
doing that. I mean, they can still get out of the. They can get out safely, right? If they, if we just, if we disable them. As mentioned in the last session, there are no solid rules for non-lethal combat, but unless otherwise specified, pilots can usually eject safely from mechs before they explode. Let's see what I can do with my hacking stuff as well, because I'm pretty sure. And that's that's what I was hoping for you to do, was yeah. to also be a hacker voice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure some of the stuff that I can do hacker-wise is like force them to ha oh, yeah! Um, I can force them to either take heat or be pushed three direct spaces in a direction of my choice. And then I can also jam their cockpit, disable their life support, or uh, they cannot take quick or full actions until the mech is shut down or uh, rebooted, essentially. Okay. I was gonna... Um... May I go? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, please. Okay. Hacker voice. All right. Invade action was that's just attack attack, right? I believe invade is a type of attack attack. Yes. Okay. Twenty three against that guy. Their e defense is seven. You extremely okay. hit. <laughs> I extremely hit. I cause him to eject his power cores. Uh, so the target <laughs> becomes jammed until the end of their next turn ejecting its ammo magazines and cooling rods. Characters adjacent to the target take two energy damage. Oh. So, uh, point out which... Uh, who is your target? Okay. One of the North Team's harvesters. Yes. Worth mentioning that regardless of what type of invasion you perform, the target takes two heat. Okay. Yeah, that's the goal. Just, they got no okay. heat. Okay. Heat them once and they shut down is the impression I got. Mm -hmm. And because heat bypasses armor, the fact that the Combine Harvester has two armor doesn't matter at all. That's the plan, baby. That takes him out. And because of the type of invasion, uh, there is one adjacent fruit picker, mm -hmm. which does not have any armor, and is thus also taken out immediately. Alright, now, my understanding is that tech attack is a quick action, and it's the one quick action you can do twice in a turn. Is there anybody you can hit on the south team? Uh, no. South team? Nope. Nope. What's your sensor range? Ten. I'm sorry, my sensor range is twenty. Oh. Yeah, I was... I was like, I remember that being a much bigger number. Yeah, okay. You. Hold on. <laughs> yes, I can hit almost everyone there. Yeah, I was going to say, better question. Is there anybody in the South team you can't hit? <laughs> no. No, there's not anybody in the South team that they can't hit. Can you shoot out the middlemost combine harvester? Just equal blows? That one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can. That is another 23. <laughs> Same roll. <laughs> wow. Damn. Yeah. Fuck him up, white collar. Oh, I'm so very good. Finally, all the tech attacks are coming home. Day <laughs> in the sun. <laughs> That's not what I want to do. All right. And let me just 
adjust some numbers here. Drop down, pose dramatically, immediately four mechs explode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut down. Let's uh, so, for the first NPC turn, the fake harvesters shout encouraging words to their fellows and stride forth. Now, note that they have boosted to get where they are. As I said before, this is rough terrain in every direction, in every angle. And in addition, the hexes that are covered by trees count as soft cover. Does soft cover require you to be adjacent to it or just in a line with it? In this case, if there are significant trees between you and your target, that is countable soft cover. Got it, got it. But if the target is also within hexes with trees in them, they are also covered by soft cover, which I don't believe applies to e-defense or invasions, so I'll double-check that because it is a PC turn and I will have a moment to do so. Uh, if I go, I can do the exact same thing White Collar did. If, uh, let me see. My range is 10, so if I... I, I, need, I would need to move up one square. I could get these two. So, I think... So, I'm going to spend two square... two hexes of movement, because this is difficult terrain all around, so I'm going to move there, and I'm going to try and, uh... try and invade... Claire, you were going after the Combine Harvesters, right? Yeah, you were going after Combine Harvesters because their AD is lower. Okay, so... I just suggested them as targets because they're big and seeing the big thing shut down like immediately on startup would be would contribute to morale. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to try and invade the combine harvester. 21. 21. Almost as good. So it's the exact same thing. They take a heat and the combine harvester takes two heat. And then I think this little guy takes do you have the specific invade action that causes adjacent enemies to take damage i believe mine is from being a goblin oh okay um on a success two heat is from invasion itself Tall is more of a hop goblin if anything i'll <laughs> just go ahead and roll a second one and try and disable both of them anyway so um because that's that's the one thing that you can use you can use the same thing twice yes yeah so let's just... During a full tech action. Yep, there we go. Uh, that's also beast or E-Defense, so... All right, so you are just, for the sake of it, taking out the fruit picker standing next to the Combine Harvester. Correct. All right. In that case, it doesn't matter what form of invasion you choose, because any amount of heat they take takes them out. Yep. Oh, um, and also, is it too late to power up because we have, we're, we're not using our, um, Everests again, so we might as well use their core power. Is it one core power per frame permission or one core power permission period? 
I think it's per frame. I'm going to make it. I'm going to rule the latter, mostly because you're not normally supposed to be taking a dozen different frames out into a single mission. Okay, fair enough. Then I will not use it. I will save it for the boss fight. Alright. The uh, PC turn, NPC turn. The Combine Harvesters are going to move as far as they are able to, which is a total of two hexes each. What a turn. PC. <laughs> I wonder what their chatter sounds like. <laughs> At the start of whoever goes next, uh, I would like to make a lock-on action against this Combine Harvester that just moved up here at the north. The last of the north harvesters, okay. Yes, I'm invoking uh, Lesson of the Held image. Ah, I also have the Lesson of the Held image. Yes. So if you want to do something similar, you can feel free. Sure. Who are you locking onto? This Combine Harvester at the north had just moved up the only active one they have left. Okay, and these smaller ones are the military guys? Yes. yes. Okay. I'll lock on to one of those. The northwestern one. This one. All right. Yes. So noted. Yes. So this is during someone else's turn, so someone else should probably take their turn. Yes. Still either ape or I. All right, I'll take my turn. All righty, Rooney. Uh, let's. So I'm going to move up one space to right here. I am in the shotgun range of this fellow here. That's five hexes. Shotgun said hike. God. Dude, about to get shot says what? Let me just double check. I don't think I get any bonuses because I'm in the Everest. One thing you can do is consume that lock on that has been freshly granted. Yeah. Okay. And double checking a thing. Because that will also give the goblin something to do. Okay. Yeah, I will consume that for an accuracy. All right, and that cancels out the soft cover inaccuracy. So straight zero. Unless you got something else to add, then yeah. Protocols are just whenever, right? Protocols are at the start of your turn. Ah, uh, okay. I'll, well, I'll let you went. invoke it now, but it would be before you had moved. Yeah, then I'm going to use crack shot to steady my aim as protocol. It only plays to rifles, but I have a rifle with me, too, so... This guy... He was in cover... Oh, dear. That's a miss. That's a four, folks at home. Unfortunate. Oh. oh you well. can barrage, though. Just fire a second weapon. So, I also have the assault rifle. Do I want to hit the big guy? Because I have range... I think I have range on him. Let me see. Yeah, I have super. I have range on the big guy. The big guys are giga slow, though. Yeah, and they also okay. only have one hit point. I would focus down on the custom jobs. Okay. Well, I get an accuracy from steadying my aim rifles, uh, which I believe still puts me in a zero because of that guy's cover. Yeah. I mean, technically, you should have had an accuracy on your shotgun, and that actually might have hit, because their evasion is eight. Well, no, I thought I'd 
I thought it was at a zero because he had cover. No, you you are also consuming lock on, so that's two accuracy, one difficulty. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'll roll a d6 then. Well, look at that. Seven total. Exactly, exactly one off. However, I think the autopod triggers even if you miss. Autopod triggers if the lock on is consumed. Exactly. So uh, that is, as I believe, the autopod automatically hits the target with the autopod attack. Yes. Which is... Three damage. Three kinetic damage. Yes. And just to double check here, they've got one armor. So you missed, but indirectly, you still did two damage. I'll take it. All right, now you can continue on with your uh, shotgun. Well, no, I'm going to use the, uh, the or rifle assault rifle. Now. Yeah. Right, uh, your other, the, one be, the weapon you didn't just fire, that one, that thing. You, yes. You, you do that. <laughs> Setting aim, I do get accuracy for that one, which negates the cover, so zero. And because I have... Okay, so I could take out... I could try to put more rounds into this guy or start putting rounds into the guy next to him. Yeah, you are free to choose the same target with a barrage. You just aren't allowed to choose the same weapon cluster. Right. So I get the one accuracy, which negates his cover. And then I have a kinetic compensator. When I miss with a range attack roll, my next range attack gets plus one accuracy. So I have one accuracy on this total or net, I guess. Fuck his ass, he bass. So I'm just going to shoot the same guy with my salt rifle. Uh, does 18? Does that, does, that, does that work? Is that a good one? <laughs> yep. For max damage there? Right, and just double checking the stats here. Looks like I forgot something, which is a feature called aggression, which doesn't do anything, but also a feature called stampede defense. <laughs> the Berserker has resistance to all damage unless they are impaired, stunned, immobilized, shredded, slowed, or exposed. Hmm. So that six becomes a three becomes a two. Rude. All right. Finally, it is time for all the little guys to start running around. Oh no. They're gonna pick our fruits. Oh no. Preferably running around like chickens with their heads cut off, accomplishing nothing of import. I guess we'll see. Speed is six. And they don't move at half speed, so uh, I figure at least one of them's going to go straight at the new guys. And these are farmers? Very angry yes. and uh, aggressive farmers, but yes. These are people who are carrying the energy of the kid who gets picked with a dodgeball last every time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this one is going to leap right there between all of y'all. And those of you who are adjacent, and that's everybody, aside from Jean-Luc, must make an agility save versus 10. Oh, okay. I'm just rolling flat. Agility, I got, okay. I got 17. I got 10. 
got 19. Okay. Connor. Oh, you got seven. I got seven, yeah. That's that's what I meant to say. I got seven. Connor, you are knocked flat as this fruit picker just slams into the ground next to you. This would not be an issue if I was in my Gorgon, which can't be that can't be done to, damn it! Rip. Rip. And because you are now prone, this fellow is going to attack you with their heated blade. Which again is not an actual heated blade, but does an equivalent amount of damage and has equivalent stats. Let's see. Six thousand degree knife. What kind of fucking fruits are they picking? <laughs> Durians. Oh yeah. Space bananas. Space bananas. Bananas. See, I think this should do it. No, it shouldn't. There we go. I will take the two just for your sake, but that is going to be a two, three, plus four is seven. Haha, <laughs> my evasion is eight. Oh, right, you're, you're also prone, so that's actually 3d6. My mistake. Let me just roll one more time. See if you get a five or a six. God damn it! I got a six. So, yes, that is two plus one plus six, a nine. You spoke, and so died instantly. Yeah, that's a hit. Okay. Ow, my hubris. <laughs> and it deals double damage against prone, shredded, immobilized, or stunned targets, so that's eight damage. Rude. Okay. Woof. Don't get knocked prone by these guys. No, don't. Important don't. I don't. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Fuck this cherries. Okay. And another one from the north is going to leap up to you guys. And this one is going to hit Arya and Jean-Luc. That's another agility save. 10. 16. Oh, yeah. Those are both good enough. Good. Excellent. So, meanwhile, the melee is engaging in earnest around you. I just realized you've got him facing left and right to denote allegiance. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that almost immediately, but I was like, yeah, that's good. Aren't you cute, Colin? Well, on the plus side, they're all clustering together for uh, for Claire there. You didn't so. bring your howitzer. I did not bring my howitzer, no. So in-universe, uh, I'm imagining this is playing out as shirts versus skins. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. So, yes, as you start taking out the big mechs and some of the little mechs just pop by virtue of adjacency, two of the enemy mechs, fruit pickers specifically, jump towards you guys, knock one of you down, and start slicing away. Oh, incidentally, you two succeeded on that agility save, but it still does get an attack, just not with that extra bonus. It's going to go after the goblin. Ah. Uh, uh, why? I'm just, a little, I'm just a little goblin. What, what threat can I possibly pose? You're just well, a little guy. It's your birthday. It's my birthday. Because farmers traditionally don't really care about fighting fair. Also, you mm. kind of look like an avocado. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this is only with 
two accuracy because you are not prone. Twenty-four. Okay. okay. Oh. Okay. Nothing special though. It's just four damage. Uh. Okay. The four damage here. Three damage there. And the next thing you know, you're scrapped. And now it's six out of ten. But meanwhile, the rest of the fruit pickers leap up or down the terraces as is applicable with remarkable agility and sureness of foot it would appear that outside of the uh, current melee these guys are very adept at moving quickly across the dangerously varied and steep terrain you find yourselves on Alan thinks to himself, the first thing we do after we liberate these people is establish some sort of robot basketball league. <laughs> Excellent. I would watch the hell out of that. I would too. Like, I, I don't like sports, but I would watch robot basketball. I mean, there are robot wars already. Oh, yeah. But, like, I would watch the absolute shit out of robots just slam dunking. Hell yeah. Well... One last PC to go. Yep. Start of turn. I'm just gonna... I'm not even gonna move. I'm going to do two quick actions. One, two. I'm going to drop my deployable Jericho cover. Two sections of size one hard cover in free spaces adjacent to me. And they have to be adjacent to each other. Each section has an evasion of five and an HP of 10, and they can be targeted individually. And as a full action, I can pick them back up. So that's number one, just slamming those down between me and the custom job. So you're putting them to your left and your down left. Yes. And then quick action number two, I am going to throw a smoke grenade directly on top of White Collar's head. Great. That is a blast to area. Everybody inside of it gets soft cover until the end of my next turn. Cool. Also, start of the turn, Skirmisher kicks off. I get soft cover. It stays until I attack or force another character to make a save. I don't know if double soft cover turns into hard. Uh, it does specify characters can only benefit from one type of cover at a time. Their benefits don't stack. Hard cover is specifically something that is solid enough to stop a round from moving forward. Got it. Got it. What the bullet gets confused? I have a redundant cloud of personal chaff in addition to the smoke grenade that I threw. The missile doesn't know where the fuck it is. <laughs> That's what soft cover is. And if the custom job tries to fire a shot at one of us, or at least the southernmost custom job decides to fire that shot at one of us from where it's at. I will have hardcover blocking it. Uh, I don't need to move, so I think I'm done. It's two quick actions, no motion. Fair enough. Well, turn order flips, and it is a PC turn once again. All right. Shall I? Please do. Go for it. All right. I'm going to target this guy uh, with the same tech attack. Let's see. 17. Does that hit? Oh, yeah. These 
I don't think any of these guys have good defense scores. Cool. They're all under 10. The fruit pickers have pretty good evasion, but that's it. Everything else is terrible. All right. Lemons don't shoot back, typically. <laughs> and this is non-lethal, right? Uh, that That's how we're ruling it. it. Okay, good. The rules don't specify, but that is the purpose of doing it like this. So. Okay, good. Anyway, so... And is it one adjacent or every adjacent? Uh, every adjacent. Oh, no, it was yeah. this guy. Yeah. So I was targeting that guy. You'll get the same number either way. It's just a oh, different mix yeah. of sides. Yeah, I'll target that guy, and then for the next, I'll uh, target that guy. You sure you don't want to take out the two guys who are standing directly next to you? You've got this. Yeah, especially since one's about to, like, structure damage me. Mm. I will say that you may not want to do the adjacency one, but any of the other tech attacks could knock one of these guys out. Yeah, I could I could do that, yeah. Um, let's see, let's see, what can I do? Let's see. You could leave this guy. We can just shoot him on the turn. Yeah, I'll hack dot slash that guy, which means he can, can't benefit from taking quick or full tech. Oh, it's not going to be taking tech actions. Never mind. It also doesn't matter because as soon as you successfully invade, it takes two heat and stops being an issue. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So yeah, I'll, I'll just invade it. All right. And anything else you want to do on your turn? Can I move one? Before you move, I do want to say that uh, that will trigger the fruit guy's overwatch. And yeah. he uh -huh. will just get to smack you. In that case, maybe, well, since they're, like, getting in, maybe I should pop my, um, my core bonus. It's up to you. Uh, can mechs stand on top of each other? Because it'd be, it'd be kind of funny if eventually their corpses wind up turning into a mountain that we can fight behind. <laughs> yeah. See, this dude here is going to die, like, at the start of my turn. Because I have pistols that always do one damage no matter what and they have zero armor and one hit point oh so you have gun gun <laughs> i cast gun as it is if you don't want to move that's about it for you um yeah that's it all right well in the name of making your lives as difficult as possible i am going to have the fruit pickers use this first npc turn mm. uh. <laughs> this is why i was hoping you would go after the guy who's adjacent to me, but okay. Rip. Gotta leave you with something to remember this uh, fight by. I can't believe um, Arius fucking died. Alright, that is a total of 13 to hit. Connor's back. Well, I mean, really? Does does it... Do numbers really matter in this game? At all? <laughs> uh, <laughs> numbers are all there are. <laughs> Yes, it hit. All right. Then that's another eight damage. All right, so let me just set this to 12, because I know that spillover is a bitch. I take one structure. Oh, and I get to Wait. roll 1d6. Do you not have a paint job? Oh, I do have paint job. That's right. You know what? <laughs> uh, he also has soft cover from the... Uh, yes, that is true of the smoke. True, smoke but yeah. the, the, the second dice is still a six. 
So yeah, that would, that would get rid of the second two out of that two six two. Yeah, unfortunately. But good looking out. Oh yeah, because they cancel. That's right. Yeah. Let me see a paint drop look, uh, trigger. No, paint drop does not trigger. So let me roll another d6 to see which uh, structure I take. Three, which is uh, system trauma. Something breaks. Parts of your mech have been... Uh, so I need to roll a d6 for that. Two. Oh. Which mount do I want to destroy? That one shitty mountain in Florida. I hate that one. <laughs> it's barely a hill. Because my choices are between my fuck you 3d6 damage rifle that I have to reload... Or an assault rifle, which is uh, less powerful, but Keep more... Keep the assault rifle, because it's reliable. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to get rid of my heavy mount. Primary problem for this one, as it turns out, is the swarm of mooks. And so just being able to guarantee taking one out every attack yes. is useful. Yes. All right, so uh, what are the rest of the guys doing? First, I got to double check that I found and moved them all from the first time. No! Stop! Why are you bullying me? <laughs> because it's easy. And it does a lot of damage. <laughs> Man, we got a nice juicy little honeycomb over here. I know, right? We can get rid of like seven Machine dudes. Honey. Yeah. Anyway. So, two more of the fruit pickers use leap and jump into melee with you four so connor is already prone but the rest of you make agility saving throws Ooh, i roll a nine 20. how did i get a three well there's 20 sides on a dice See, and one of them one. is three and more importantly one of them is one and one of them is one yes which is what you rolled does cover affect this at all? No. Cover specifically affect or soft cover specifically affects ranged attacks. So as a matter of fact, it does not affect melee attacks or tech attacks. Got it, got it. So as a matter of fact, they do not take difficulty for being in a smoke screen at the moment. War. And two more of you folks just fell over, so both of them are going to target one each. So, first, this is Alan. Second is Jean-Luc. Hmm. Jean-Luc. Hey, I'm okay. You got stupidly lucky. Yeah, I did. I got three accuracy and rolled three ones. Alan, less so. You take eight damage. Neat. PC turn. I'm going to destroy these fools. They are going to die. There is no possible way they cannot die in this turn now. Alright, well, stand up from prone and fire your guns. Oh, let me see, what's the... That's a full action, stabilize... I believe standing up from prone in this system uses all of your movement, but just your movement. That's fine. I'm not going anywhere. So I will stand up from prone. And then... Which one's the one that hit me? The one to your right. This man? Yes. Okay, he dies first. 
I don't even know why I'm bothering to roll because he's he's dead no matter what. I'm also just because I can using my talent gunslinger gain plus one accuracy on the first attack roll you make with an auxiliary ranged weapon on your turn. Now you are using a ranged weapon, so this is with difficulty. Yeah, but it literally does not matter, no matter what. So I'm just gonna hit up with my pistol. It always does one damage, no matter what, even if I miss. Thank you, reliable. Well, you do just barely hit, but you would have done one damage regardless. So that's one pistol. I have two pistols, so technically I could just use that, but I also have the assault rifle, which also has a reliable. Well, if you've got a flex mount, you have two auxiliary on one mount, so you get to fire both of them as one action. It's cooler to fire two pistols. No, no. You can fire two pistols and then your assault rifle. The flex mount allows for that. Wait, really? Yeah. I didn't realize this. <laughs> uh, when you choose an attack action, you are choosing a mount and all the oh. weapons on that mount. That changes things. I should be using my pistols way more often then. Yeah, you, you fire the mount, not the weapons attached to the mount. Uh, so I shoot this guy too. He's just gone. I'm not even <laughs> yeah. gonna roll. Yeah. And now you can fire the assault rifle. Yeah. Do you want this man to be dead, or do you want me to shoot at this guy again? Mm -hmm. Up to you. I mean, do you like want to take him out on your turn, or do you just want to? Do you have something else planned for your turn? I actually do not have anything planned for my turn as of right now. All right. Well, I'm gonna start firing at this guy who has like health and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so he's in cover still. Yep. It's a difficulty one. And I didn't activate the protocol because I was standing up, so I don't really care. Take a shot at him. Huh. That's a number I didn't think I'd That's, ever see. Doesn't seem possible. In a D20 system. You rolled a two. You added two for your pilot grit, and then you got a five on your d6, which subtracts from it. So four minus five is minus one. Huh. Well, it still has reliable two, so he takes two damage anyway. Uh, minus I think they have armor. two armor. One armor? No, they only have one, armor. one okay. armor. Yep, yeah, it's one armor. It's the um, it's the combine harvesters. That's the big combine harvesters that have two armor. That's right. They only have one armor, but they do have stampede defense, which halves damage. Mm. One half of one is still one. Which becomes zero after armor. Oh, okay. Resistance first, armor second. Got it, got it. Alright, well that was a miss, so I get an accuracy on my next turn anyway. Nice. Alright. Oh, also, fam, don't forget, we are in the Everest right now. And that has the initiative mech trait. Once per scene, the Everest may take any quick action as a free action. So we just, the three of us have a quick action sitting around. Correct. Okay. That's true. Hmm. I could, fire, I could do that and fire my shotgun at him, but the, sh the shotgun's also with D6. He's in range. But do I want to burn that quick action now? Save it. Save it until these fuckers get out of cover. Yeah, or, all right. like, do anything of relevance. Yeah, alright. Uh, that's the end of my turn. Alright. NPC turn. So, at this point, I will reveal 
that the North team has taken enough casualties that they are beginning to rout. And so as the Combine Harvester's turn, the North one is going to start trundling away from the battlefield. Yeah, <laughs> fuck this. I didn't sign up for this shit. <laughs> My recruiter lied. However, the South team has not yet broken. Hillmore of the South. Always a good plan. And well, uh, let's see how long that lasts the next time White Collar's turn rolls around. Yeah, I uh, I was planning on getting that guy. What's their <laughs> Augusta equivalent? Is these guys? Their what equivalent? What's I said their what's their Augusta equivalent? In terms of what? General Sherman burning down Augusta. Oh, the, south? the city Augusta. Yeah, they're the South. I was making a joke. Okay. It has, it's a complicated joke. Not, not a super complicated joke, but it has some layers to it. Like, I don't know shit about history. If you said, what is there, Augusta, Georgia, that might have clued us in a bit better. I feel like that would have made the joke too clunky. Well, the alternative turns out wasn't that much better. Uh, I'm just going to shoot them until they run away. That also works. Right. PC turn. Oh, do you want to go, Cat, or does it... No, I don't want it to be my turn. Okay. You are prone. How many mechs can Colin melt? I could technically melt three. Gotta stand up first. Yeah, I'm gonna stand up first. Melt them. So I'm gonna stand up. Let's see. The guys on the south are facing left, correct? Yeah, you can just take a look at the big combines for to get reference. Yeah, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna try melting these three. I'm gonna use my initiative to uh to. There, there is the one directly south of you who is up in everyone's business. You might want to take care of that. That is that is true. Yeah. Um. I'll okay. So I'll take care of uh this one and then. Hold on just a second, Colin. Mm -hmm. Hold on just a second. Unless so. Oh, it is Atlanta. God damn it! Not Augusta. <laughs> so unless the custom jobs do something really spectacular that like pulls all of my aggro, my only move is firing my guns. And I got a flex mount on two line weapons with range five. So I'm going to hit all three of these guys. Okay. In that case. Keep in mind that if you're not going now, the secret harvesters are going next. Their positions are going to get closer. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So if, if you're going to go after like these three, then I can go after... This guy over here. This guy, yeah, because he'll be out of uh, out of the cluster. Yeah. The order I'm going to go in is this one here on the left, and then these two top ones on the right. It's from top down. So, um... Yep, I saw. Okay, so, uh, roll 20 plus 3. Well, the first one's a 22 anyway. Yeah. I'm actually doing it at 4. I don't know why it's... Three on my comp con. All right. Second one is eleven. Third one is fourteen. So they all melt, I think. Yes. 
one of them gives a thumbs up as it melts. <laughs> Wrong campaign. Why do you have accuracy on those two rolls? Why do I have accuracy? Oh, because I, I clicked it and I didn't unclick it. So actually that, um... The yellow one's E-defense is eight. So the second one misses, actually. Yeah, the, the second one misses. So, but the uh, other two are fine. All right. And to be clear, you're using three tech attacks because you are spending your special one-time bonus for being in the Everest. Correct. Yes. All right. Incidentally, speaking of special one-time bonuses, are you, either of you, going to apply your uh, special tech attack out of turn thing? Oh right, yes. Oh yeah. Uh, I'll I'll do that um, once it's Cat's uh, turn, which is now, I guess. So uh, yeah. I will lock on to the one directly in front of Cat, so that way they can get some bonuses there. And I'll lock onto this guy. All right, I see it. Or Cat, would you prefer I lock onto somebody else? No, that's fine. Okay. Uh, I do have to make individual attack rolls for everybody I hit with a line weapon. Right, right, right. Okay, so yes, you'll get, uh, you can consume that lock on then. Oh wait, actually, Colin, give it to the, give it to one mech back. One mech back? Oh, the middle one? Yeah. Okay, so, uh, this one instead, Bob. I got it. Okay. And, uh, before your, um, before your turn, I'm gonna spend a leadership dice. And I'm going to basically tell you to attack the guy right in front of you. So, okay. So I have double accuracy on that guy. Yes. All right. So first of all, bottom left berserker goes. Bottom left berserker boosts to get to that point. And then invokes avalanche charge. No, it doesn't. They move spaces equal to their speed in a straight line, ignoring reactions and engagement, and then attack a random adjacent character, hostile or allied, with the chain axe. Mm. This guy's going there, right next to Arya and Jean-Luc. I thought he moved his entire speed. Oh, you could calculate that. He did, and then he used avalanche charge, which is another source of movement. Right, no. That's that's what I meant. I thought I thought you said avalanche charge moves the entire distance. Well, it does, but it's still rough terrain. Right. Okay. Anyway, let's flip a coin. John Luke. It's me. You're still on your knees. Yep. So let's see here. Melee attack not affected by soft cover. Plus one attack bonus. And plus one accuracy because you are prone. 18. That hits. You take seven kinetic damage and you are shredded. Alright. Until the end of your next turn. Yeah, we all know Jean Luc's shredded. Have you seen those abs? <laughs> and just for reference, because all of them can do this no armor or resistance. Yes. Armor and resistance are negated while you are shredded. That's fine. I have neither. Right, second one moves there. A little too far away for an avalanche charge. Let's see here. Oh, yes. Almost forgot. But the Berserker also has Juggernaut. All characters adjacent to the path they follow, or adjacent to their final position, 
hostile and allied, must succeed on a hull save or be knocked prone. Hmm. Well, you're already prone, so... So, this one is going to charge to the left of Alan. So, make a hull save. Take to the back. Okay, let's see. Uh, I got a 9. You needed a 10. Neat. This is going to be the same roll. 16. And you take 7 kinetic damage. Excellent. Pepper, you need to roll a hull save. Oh, what's he? Hull. That's a 14? I think you're good. Yep, you're still standing. Good. Everybody's save target is 10. Yep, very convenient. Okay, so they can't just stack up on dead mechs. Yeah, I mean, one dead mech is fine. Anyway, so... At this point, Connor must make a hull save. What? <laughs> okay. Two. That will not do it. You've also been knocked prone. And let's roll the die. Connor, you're being targeted. Uh-oh. Fucked up. So, prone party here. And yeah, that'll hit. That's a miss, actually. That's, that's a... Connor, you no. take seven damage. Okay. <laughs> and are shredded. Anyway, John Luke. Stand up. So stood. I will fire with my flex mount. I will shoot these three duders first. This first one, the one immediately adjacent to me, has two accuracy on it. Well, one. You're also in soft cover. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, that'll hit regardless. Yeah. So, two energy damage. All right. More than enough. Second one has one. Dude, did you remember the lock-on? What? There was a lock-on on the second guy. A nine would not hit them. Oh, yeah, the yellow guys have evasion 12. That's right. Well, okay, I don't think you can hit them then. No, the that one accuracy is coming from the lock-on. Oh, okay. So you did use it? Yeah. And the third one has no accuracy on it. 15. I'll do, though. All right, and I'm firing a flex mount, so I am... Uh, just using my second pistol. Alright, question. Do I want to attack the dude who's adjacent to me twice? Or do I want to attack the dude who's adjacent to me once and shoot the dude to my south with my second pistol? Well, you know these guys resist everything until they take a status effect. Right. It does a flat two damage, so that'll cut it in half to one, and then armor will take the other, so that does nothing. So it's not even worth it to shoot them with this weapon. Might as well shoot one of the south side. As far as you know, they haven't broken yet. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Um, east cluster, the sort of top left guy. I see him. Pop a shot at him. 19 to hit. That'll do. Cool, cool. Barrage. Immediately whip around heavy charged blade. I will consume the lock on. Smokescreen does not apply to melee weapons. 
Nope. And I should just make sure about this. Aria, do you want to autopod? Yes, please. Autopod performed. Three damage. Minus some stuff. Because of some stuff. But still. One damage is one damage. And I roll a 21. That'll hit. Yep, I'm going to roll a d6 to see if that turns into nine damage. It does not. So, eight armor-piercing damage. Armor-piercing. Useful. Still halved, but useful. Let's see. Presently, nobody is adjacent to me, so I could move. I do want to continue to be a screen for my little goblin friend. The... Berserker who just hit you is adjacent to you. Right, yeah, he's not dead. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> I think they have structure two anyway, so. Yeah. Oh, um, hit or miss. You know what? I am going to drop my exemplar's mark on the custom job that I attacked. So, until the start of my next turn, it has the exemplar's mark once per round if it attacks anybody within range three of me other than me i can trigger overwatch even if it doesn't move uh also everybody has one free well there is a free reroll on the attack on that guy oh yeah i almost forgot so because the berserker here just took damage oh goody after taking damage for the first time each round, the Berserker must immediately attack a random adjacent character, hostile or allied, with the Chain Axe. Fucking A. Cool. Cool. How do you determine? Because you said hostile or allied. Roll. Yep, yeah, I take the number of adjacent units, uh, assign them a number, and then roll a D with that number on it. In this case, looks like it's going right back at you, Jean-Luc. Aren't you lucky? You know, part of me wanted it to be Arya so that I could just immediately trigger my Overwatch on him. <laughs> yeah, well, technically this would be, this would be before you exemplars marked. I'll put it. Okay. Because this is like after you got auto-potted. This is him oh. attacking. Okay. But on the bright side, you're standing up and he's only got a plus one to hit. See? Extremely no. Six misses. Praise be. Alright. That's done. You've exemplars marked. Anything else? My actions are all exhausted. I don't need to move. Yeah, I'm done. Alright. Round flips. And at this point, having routed one team, you have an opportunity to once again demoralize the remaining team which otherwise may just gang up on you. Okay. So this is a skill roll outside of action order. One of you may choose something appropriate. And depending on how you roll, you can lower their morale score and potentially cause them to rout without further incident. Connor, you want to take it again? Keep in mind that the stuff like take someone out at this point, it's also very appropriate. Yeah, I'm not because I'm not sure if Charm or Leader Inspire would apply, and the other two are uh, not great. 
but I only get plus two to those. Someone else wants to try. Yeah, I can do that, I guess. Talon wants to shout out, lay down your arms. The violence stops when you decide it stops. I know Alan has take someone out, like I said. That applies right now. Yeah, I could roll that one. I can do that. So you've got a plus four for that. Yeah, do you want me to just roll that and decide what we're doing about it after? Yeah, and if you want to roll with an accuracy, you would take a stress. Slight bit of overlap, but might be valuable at this juncture. Hmm. Take a stress, sure. Is that no? That's not mech stress. That's person stress. Yeah. Okay. That's my oh, personal yeah. stress. Mech stress is a lot more valuable. <laughs> yeah. But incidentally, what do you shout out to the crowd using your external speaker? Let's see. I guess just um, you're in farm equipment. You don't have real chances here. All right. So I will roll. A six, which is great. You haven't given yourself the accuracy, though. Oh, well, yeah, let me just roll a d6, then. That's a 12 now. That brings it to a 12. All right, well, you are perhaps a bit less intimidating than you had hoped for, considering that you are currently on the ground and two guys with chain axes are hammering into you. But considering how many of their fellow farmers are uh, currently in fruit pickers that are tumbling down the sides of this mountain. Fine. There's good racing in there. There's good safety. safety. I got good seat belts, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> These mechs were designed for this kind of environment. They, surely they've got safety features for designed to... Uh, Okay, so the answer is, yes, they do have them. The question is, have they been maintained? Because <laughs> we all know some shit doesn't stay maintained. Perhaps one day you'll know. But as for right now, it is a PC turn. One of those mechs gets to the bottom of the hill and the hatch opens and just pours out like jelly. Alright, so I'm going to take my turn. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to full tech for this particular round. I'm gonna, that have already been damaged, I'm going to invade. Specifically, I'm going to fragment signal them because that gives them impaired and slowed, which negates their bonuses for raging. Basically, yeah. So uh, let's see if I manage to do that. So that's two tech attacks. So I'll go um, top to bottom. 17 and 15, so they do take two heat, and they are impaired and slowed. And hopefully I can roll double digits when they try and knock me down again. Oh, really? They don't have that much heat, huh? Okay. No, none of them really did. Moved to the full action. I could overcharge. You haven't overcharged yet, so it's going to be cheap. First overcharge is just one heat, right? Just one. Okay. You know what? I'll do another uh, another invade and try and get rid of this guy's raging bonus. So, uh, 13. That'll do. Yep, he's fragmented. Honestly, just about anything would do with these guys. <laughs> e-defense is six. 
You really have to try to fail that hard. NPC round. I will say that at this point, you're able to judge that the South team is not yet ready to rout. However, it is the Berserkers who are going to take their turn. And the one that was approaching from the south is going to start retreating now. Better run. Hmm. It seemed to pause as if receiving a signal. Yeah. Yep. Know how I feel about that one. I don't know how I feel about that one either, but also, at the same time, I like the fact that we don't have to deal with a fourth one of these assholes. Can I intercept the signal? I'll let you do something on your turn. Okay. And if nothing else, I believe you can jam. Okay. Anyway, so that thing they use to jump in on you guys, the avalanche charge, does not recharge. Ooh. Good. 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 Indeed. But on the other hand, it does mean that they also have full control over their actions and can choose their target. Eh. So the two on the north side are both going to target Alan. Hit one accuracy. One of them definitely misses. How, how does the other one do? Uh, that's 12, so yeah, he got it. 12 hits, 7 damage. Neat. Have you taken structure damage? Is that structure damage for you? Yeah, unless... Uh, let me check, because I do have the paint job. Do you have that ice cream oh, yeah. paint Fair job? enough. Let's see, that's... Uh... Okay, no. Alright. And how much damage was that? Seven, so you are back up to ten, but you have taken one structure damage. Okay. So roll your structure damage thingy. I'm just going to roll the d6 here. Three, which is system trauma. I think that's the same thing as I did. Yeah, so one of your mounts is destroyed. Or one of your systems. Got to roll another d6 to figure out. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that part. One. One to three. All weapons on one mount are destroyed. Which one do I want to sacrifice? I don't want to sacrifice the pistols because we still need to take out a bunch of the little yellow fellows, and those are very good at that. I have a very strong feeling that once Arya's turn rolls around and she hits the cluster, that the South team is going to start running away. Yeah. Yeah, I'll. I'll and Arya can go next. I'll so. sacrifice the pistols then. Okay. Pistols are gone. Fair enough. So, yeah, the chain axe just goes right in, saws that arm right off. Aww. Not again. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Last one is going to go after Arya. All right. Which does trigger Jean-Luc's overwatch. Yes. Does that happen before the attack? It interrupts. Okay. You interrupt. Cool. cool, cool. I am attacking with my threat one heavy charged blade. It's a chase to me. Do any of its status effects give me accuracy? It is slowed and impaired, which means it gets difficulty. Hmm. So no benefit for you, sadly. Just a bunch of penalties on their side. I do still have Valiant Aid, so I can re-roll this if I miss. Actually, now that I realize that, Alan did not get hit. Oh, yeah. 
going to change his hit points back up to one and see if he notices. <laughs> Alright. Throwing hands. That's a 17 to hit. Nice. Oh yeah, that, that hits. 7 AP damage. Yep, and no armor and no resistance now. <laughs> shit. Thank you, Colin. You're welcome. I realized, I was like, oh shit, I can do like a shitload of good just by being support. Turns out, I am enjoying playing support. Like I'm, I've always been, I've always been DPS and I've, like, it's fun. Stepping out of my, uh, shell a little bit here. Yeah. They get shit back, don't they? You have taken out one structure. Yeah, they roll a six, so they are impaired. They were impaired anyway. Okay. Noted. Huh. Would you look at that? <laughs> wow. Get owned. Congrats, Arya. Thanks. You just hop up like a little flea straight into the air. <laughs> Swings and misses. Cool. Thank you, Dalton. Easy turn. Arya, I think it's time to hit the honeycomb. It's time to hit the honeycomb. <laughs> That's a 31? What? what? 31? 18 plus 5 plus 3 plus 0 plus 5. What the fuck? I'm really good at, at hacking, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's Holy frame shit. bonus plus skill bonus plus accuracy bonus plus an 18. <laughs> that's that's, that's wow. the number to beat. All right. Um. Okay. <laughs> I'm back. What the fuck? Yeah. Are you just rolled a 31? Yes, I can see that, Colin. We are. <laughs> that is the number to beat. I'm just wondering, is... Well, um, we beat a 31 for the rest of the campaign. Are there any other enemies alive now? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, but there are definitely seven fewer now. I definitely killed seven... Well, I destroyed seven mechs. And that was one of your actions. Yeah. Hmm... So th there is the one berserker that seems to be trying to sneak away. Yeah. Hmm, don't like that. He shouldn't be doing that. Let's see. Back up here and kill us. <laughs> yeah. Arya, what do you want to do? You got so much left you can do. Come on, Miss Range 20. Fuck him up. I will uh, get that guy with... Um... Can you issue command, sit the fuck down? Power word, hold up. You got a few things you can uh, hit them with. <laughs> I'll disable its life support. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, that's a plus one difficulty on all saves. If you've got Horus System Upgrade 1, you, there's Puppet System. Yeah, I'll puppet its systems and cleverly lure it into melee. Well, you can't really lure it into melee that much but you can certainly force them to march towards you guys yeah closer to dalton's sword i know you're not dalton but that's what Arya learned your name was originally <laughs> that is a 25 to hit that is a 25 to hit also took heat yep so is there anything else you want to do on your turn 
Nope. I'm not moving from this spot. I don't think you've moved from this spot for this entire fight, and that rules. I haven't. Either have I. But would you want to overcharge and do a third thing? Nah. But you should have hurl into the duot. Do I not? Well, that depends on if you picked up the Osiris NHP or not. Oh, I guess I, I would have, yeah. That comes with... Is it installed in your systems? No, it's not. I think I forgot about it when I was... Uh, eh, eh, we'll, we'll do it next time. So you don't have it? Nah. No, you don't do what? I will next time. What does it do? Let's see. I don't know. What's up with you? Hurl into the duot rules, by the way. I wonder what the Osiris NHP is like. Guess we'll find out. <laughs> anyway, NPC turn. And at this point, having in a single action taken out four of the southern mechs, fruit picker mechs, I can safely assure you that yes, in fact, they have broken and are fleeing. So like there's like yeah. one turn where Alan's like, you're in farm equipment, just give up. And they're like, no, and then four of them explode and they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a chorus of no's and then a slightly quieter chorus of... We've reconsidered. Uh, actually. <laughs> actually, your argument is pretty good. <laughs> However, curiously, the Berserker mechs, the secret military mechs, have not broken. Who would have thought? Oh, gee, I wonder Who why. Who would have thought? And will continue to assault. You just need to melt them, that's all. Easy turn. It is down to Alan and Jean-Luc. Alan might want to go next, because yeah. you're still prone. I'm going to stand up so I am no longer prone. It keeps happening. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Quit it. And I will target this man and just open fire. All right, one to the left. Damaged. Status effect. Did. Statified. Uh, let's see. Um, and he's no longer in cover. I get an accuracy because I missed last shot. The assault rifle and the shotgun do the same amount of damage, but I really want to hit him with the shotgun just because it feels meaner. <laughs> well, why not both? Oh, I'm going to do both, but I'm deciding which one first. Does a 22 hit? 22 extremely hits. Oh yeah, that's re-roll your damage. Uh, so re-rolling the damage... Well, oh. was it meant to be? And it's not armor piercing, so plink. All right. Well, I'm gonna fire at him with the assault rifle anyway. Real quick, ape. Before you do, I just want to offer this up to you. Okay. My exemplar's mark expires at the start of my turn, and the free attack reroll on this guy has not been used yet. So if I shoot this guy, I get a, I get a what? You get a free reroll on the attack if you miss. Yeah, all right, I'll take that. Or if you hit and want to try for a bigger number. Okay, yeah, I'll shoot at the the marked for death dude. Or the exemplar's mark. 
Uh, that's a seven. You can shoot again. Oh, well, uh, 16 beats eight, I think. Yep, 16 beats it. Takes three damage. And... Let me think. Overcharge? If I move, I will draw Overwatch from both of those, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm out of gun. I could technically tech attack. Do have an engineering? Yeah, apply a lock-on, if nothing else. Speaking of which... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lock-on to... Oh, wait a minute. Don't I have a plus one accuracy for this entire mission? For killing that dude? My downtime thing? I Actually, I think... It might not have been because you killed the guy, but you do have accuracy. And it would be for a specific weapon, so presumably not any of the ones on your backup mech. Yeah, probably. That sounds familiar. Plus one accuracy to one specific weapon for the whole mission sounds familiar. I probably use for the new gun, but whatever. I'll have to change that later. Because I don't use that gun anymore. Okay. Alright. Well, it would be one of the guns on your regular mech, either way. And it was entirely up to you to choose the mech. I did not make that choice for you. Yeah, that's fair. So, let's say I was deciding if I wanted to overcharge to... And also out-of-turn tech actions from our two hacker voices. Yes. You can just choose any of them. I think Colin said he is going to hit the one that's on top of me. Yeah, I'm going to lock on to that one at the start of cat's turn because it's already it's too late to do it now claire you want to slap a lock on on anybody yeah i'll lock on uh the military guy the one i controlled okay and remember that lock on is persistent it is a condition is he still locked on then you can consume it to get an accuracy and in your case to also activate autopod but until then, the only way to clear it is with a special action. Okay, I okay, all right. I think I want to do an overcharge to make a tech attack. They have a save of 10, right? Their e-defense is 6. So yes, that's even easier. Okay, and I have 7 heat that I can play with, so I'll take a heat. And I have, you know, 1 engineering, so... Uh, 11 is higher than 6. Very much. So he takes uh, two heat, the one next to me. There are two next to you. Uh, this one. The one I hate. Okay. And what else do you want to do? Because the heat's the free little bonus you get. I think I can only fragment signal. All right. But yeah. in that case, the effects don't stack, but they don't go away until the end of your turn. It's just like a little middle finger, like a middle finger icon just taking up a lot of his screen. Yeah. It will stay in effect until the end of your turn, even if Connor goes first. Alright, uh, that's everything. That's everything I can do. Alright, final PC action. That's me. So here's the thing. I can go chasing after that dude what is running away. However, that leaves Arya alone with the Berserker. What do we think about this proposition? I don't want to be alone with a berserker. Do not leave small goblin alone. <laughs> okay. Do not abandon Gobbo. If the goblin goes first, he will have spent his overwatch. 
Incidentally, do any of you have any sort of movement stuff attached to your Everests? Uh, I have jump chats. At the mag clamps, but that's more like I can just ignore challenging terrain or something. I think I have jump jets as well. Because, uh, yeah, around here, jump jets are pretty damn useful. Just keep that in mind. That's that's why I was saying I could go after the guy, because my speed in this mech is six. So mm -hmm. I could boost to fly down one, two, three, four, five, six, and then get adjacent to him. Uh, but that would leave Small Goblin alone. Yeah, I don't want that guy to get away, but I don't want our goblin friend cut in half. Yeah. There's not much extra, like, frame to take damage that isn't, the like, skin tied to the pilot. <laughs> the trick is that, uh, as Bobbin is getting at, I am the end of the round, and PCs go first. So, if I... Ah, God, but then I couldn't... I would have to take the Overwatch. You'd be doing that anyway. By the way, what's this dude's heat effect? He he took heat damage. Four of six. Okay. So no stress yet. Oh okay. <clears throat> but speaking of which, the one that's adjacent to you is down to one health bar. Yeah. I could just try and fucking hit him really hard. Yeah, and then move afterwards. All right, so first of all, start of turn, Exemplar's Mark turns off. Start of turn, I'm going to give you a leadership dice to hit that guy really fucking hard. <laughs> all right. I hate that man. Make him go away. When did the conditions that you put on him go away, Colin? At the start of my next turn? End of your next turn. You do get to benefit from it yourself. Okay. And don't forget, you can also use my leadership dice to deal an extra d6 of damage. So, if instead of giving yourself an accuracy. Fuck it. Let's just see if I can hit him really goddamn hard. Roll to attack. That's a four. That's a four. Ooh. Nope. Even on this guy, that's a miss. Yep. Now the question is, do I move? And if I do move, do I do it with or without provoking overwatch because i can do it either way i would say move we don't want this guy getting away i think guy not getting away is paramount and i can always try and hit that guy okay uh skirmisher two lockbreaker before or after skirmishing you may move two spaces this movement ignores engagement and doesn't provoke overwatch so i move one. I presume that's how that works. Yeah. Yeah, because it's difficult terrain. Okay. Boost. One, two, three, four, five, six. Move. Overwatch is start moving within threat range. Yeah, you can always approach someone from further away. Let's just get directly in his path. One, two. Okay, that's two quick actions. Oh, uh, Exemplar's Mark on the guy that I missed. That can go off even when I miss. I believe I'm done. All right. Next round begins. 
Who wants to start? I have some shit that I can do that will help defend Arya if I go first. Oh, and... yeah. Alright. So. Also, I, Arya, I did not provoke the Overwatch, so if you tried to move, you would take a shot. Why would I try to move? I haven't moved this whole combat, and it's worked out fine. <laughs> first of all, I want to use a quick action to activate a monitor module. When activated, I gain 1d3 charges and choose an allied character, so allied adjacent character, which is going to be Arya, so 1d3. I gain three charges. Until the end of my next turn, whenever your target is attacked while adjacent to you, expend a charge to skirmish against their attacker as a reaction, dealing half damage, heat, or burn on a miss. All charges are lost when this effect ends. So basically, if this guy attacks Arya, I get a free skirmish. Second quick action, Sentinel Drone. I'm going to drop it right here. If the character attacks while in its a first two perimeter, it takes three kinetic damage before making any attack. So if it attacks Arya, it's going to have a bad time. And then I am going to real quick, Colin, can you just instead drop it right here so all three of the dudes are within range? The thing is they could attack it at that point. It's but precious baby. <laughs> Actually, if putting it here one, two, well, we'll also cover this one, so yeah, I'll drop it there instead. And then I'm going to overcharge, which is a D3? Yeah, it's a D3. So, uh, I get two heat, and I am just going to make, make an attack with my assault rifle on the one targeting Arya. Fair enough. That's a 22 to hit. Let me re-roll that d6 real quick, see if I get a better than a 4. I don't, so it takes a 4 damage. 3 damage. 3 damage, yep. And impaired and slowed turn off. Yes. Except for 1. And then uh, if, if it attacks Arya, it has a bad time. Yep. That is my turn. Alright. NPC round. So, first the 1 down by Jean-Luc is going to go. Alright. And you've never really seen something that looks like a carb combine harvester hop from foot to foot and then juke you and flee. <laughs> Until today. I get my Overwatch reaction on that, right? No, you don't. Because the veteran template trait it has is slippery. The veteran's standard moves ignore engagement and don't provoke reactions. I've you got this. fucker. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I can... Uh, I can hold him in, pl in place. No worries. Oh, but uh, it can still only boost once, so it is going to attack you before uh, continuing to run. Ah, yes. The champ maneuver. <laughs> it boosts, shoots me, and then is going to use its movement? It doesn't have a ranged weapon, so it's going to hit you with its chain axe, then run. Okay. Um, well, 12 misses. My evasion is 13. So yeah, you juke as well. I just like picturing, like, 
this thing swinging at you and you dodging and you reel around for the counterattack, but it's always halfway down the hill. And yeah, oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, okay, yeah. no. Hmm. All right, y'all. I've been itching for a chance to use celestial shackles. <laughs> uh, so, but hang on, the other three still are going to attack. One against Arya, two against Alan, because they're the sort of enemies that like to pick on people. One, the one that's attacking Arya, and the one that's attacking Alan. Alan, there uh, automatically just take three kinetic damage from the uh, Sentry. Sentry only gets the one reaction. It doesn't. It's not. It doesn't say it's a reaction. It says the Sentinel drone can be deployed to any space within sensors and line of sight, where it establishes a burst two security perimeter. Hostile characters within the affected area take three kinetic damage from the drone's automatic fire before making any attack. Hmm. Huh. Well, I'll be. All right. Fuck them up. So they take three damage, and then uh, I get a skirmish reaction against this guy. Why the fuck am I not overcharging? I have eight heat. What am I doing? If this hits, cut the damage in half because that's how the, the thing works. So five divided by two is 2.5. I don't know if you round up or down. I think you mostly round down. Okay. But yeah, Exemplar's Mark is not on the list of things that disables its resistance. It's just going to end up as one. Okay. Does Lock-On disable resistance? No. No, that, that would just be silly. That would be silly. <laughs> I'm hearing hmm. the TF2 sentry noise whenever this, like this. Yeah, so am I. Anyway, so other three attacks. It's going to be Alan first. Does not. Arya. Does that hit Arya? Arya, what's your evasion? 11. Evasion, evasion. It says 8 on my sheet, but I don't trust my sheet anymore. My evasion is twelve. I feel like it should be pretty high. Yeah, because you're you're small, you're tiny. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, your mech starts with ten, and you have two grit, which adds to evasion. Okay, that equals twelve. No, it's not. A, it's not grit. It's agility. Agility. Yeah, I have two. Adds two. I have two agility. Yeah, so it's your base plus your agility score. I think grit just adds to like attack rolls and stuff. So, wait. Hold on. Oh, okay, no, the evasion for the uh, avalanche is base 8. Okay, so yeah, minus 10. Okay. But yeah, it misses. My confusion. Fuck you. Fuck you too. Fuck both of you. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> Alright, whose turn is it? That was their turn. So it's all up to you now. How badly uh, do you want this guy to not get away, Cat? Pretty badly. Okay. Swear to God, if we crack that thing open and a guy who talks like Peter Lore comes out. That's a 17. I'm assuming that hits. It's an invade. Yes, very. Okay. Uh, Celestial Shackles. I'm marking the space it occupies. If they leave it once at any point during my turn, I can take a free action to teleport them back to that space or as close as possible ending the effect it can attempt to succeed on a system save as a quick action to end the effect uh, to end the effect otherwise it lasts until the end of the scene you are targeting the one far to the south that is trying to flee yes it's 14 hexes away mm -hmm. 
and you have basically built a force cage around it. It can move, but on my turn, I can take a free action to teleport it back. All right. I presume that's one quick action, so... Uh, yes. What else do you want to get up to? There's the guy right next to you. Yeah, um... If I puppet this guy will it and move him away, will he provoke an opportunity attack from, uh... I believe it does specify that involuntary movement normally does not allow that, but in this specific instance, it does. Okay, I would like to do that. Yes, puppet system. This movement is involuntary, but provokes reactions and engagement as normal, and doesn't count as knockback, pushing, or pulling. Cool. Yeah, I'll pop. I'll pop at the system and move it away. Incidentally, mm -hmm. uh, that causes one stress. Oh, yeah, but nothing serious. But god damn it, fuck them. That's a health bar that we've gotten through. Yeah, uh, emergency shunt. The mech is impaired until the end of its next turn. So the status disability continues. Fuck him. Okay. Can I still move it? Yes. Okay. I'll move it, like, here, I guess. I'm actually going to do something a little bit different this time. Okay. Because the reason that all of these hexes are difficult to rain is because if you're not careful, you're going to stumble and start tumbling. Oh, no. Goodbye. You want this guy to stumble and start tumbling, don't you? Yeah. I try to walk away, but I stumble. I hate that song. First things first, though, Alan. Mm -hmm. If you would like to give this fellow a parting shot. I would. Hi. <laughs> this is Shotgun. Shotgun would like to give you a special farewell message. <laughs> <laughs> he says, blam. Nine hits. Yeah, nine actually does hit on the custom job. Two damage, only subtracted by armor, and believe it would make sense to have him roll a agility save against the goblin's save target. Target. My what? Your save target. Thirteen. Thirteen. Gets one difficulty for its impairment, I believe. Yes, it is impaired. just want to double check. It doesn't have any extra thing, but uh, the one that does is the Fruit Picker. False Harvester has two agility, but no other bonuses. Is five less than 13? <laughs> five. I'm, I'm not, pretty sure five is less than 13, I'm but not exactly uh, I'm no mathematician. Person. <laughs> I hope they have airbags in there. I hope they don't. We warned you about the stairs, bro. Jesus Christ, Arya's a terror. This is actually, like, fucking terrifying. <laughs> what did I say at the start of the session? You are going to be our primary offensive unit. <laughs> <laughs> did you think I was kidding? Get in the dead robot pile, no. nerd. <laughs> Get in the robot, Shinji. The only question is, how much damage should I give this event. Uh, I think there is um, rules for falling damage. What do you roll for falling? Yeah. I think you should give it enough to make it take that other structure damage. It's, Jumping and falling. Here it is. 
They take uh, three armor-piercing damage for every three spaces fallen. Well, then that leads to the other question. How much does it fall? It tumbles all the way down to the hill, down the hill, right? Yeah. That's what you would like, but yeah. <laughs> Might maybe hitting this house. Roll another agility save. No, no. no. Count the steps. Seems like overkill. Let's do something weird. Let's roll a die that normally this game doesn't ask for. Let's roll a d10. Oh, and go figure. We get a traditional number six. A number that is divisible by three. Hey, he does land in the house. <laughs> six hexes away. So six spaces, um, a maximum of nine armor-piercing damage. Well, three armor piercing for every three spaces fallen. So that would be it fell six, so it takes six. Yeah, six AP. It's still nothing to sneeze at. Didn't it already take one structure damage wise? Other one. You're thinking of the other one. Oh. Two of them have now taken structure damage. And this one has taken both one stress and one structure damage. Bright stress, that's what I was thinking. And it's prone. (laughs) <laughs> for good measure. For good measure. Next PC. What do you think it looks like? What do you think Arya's hacking looks like? Is she just standing there? What's the rules on prone again? Plus one accuracy against them. Yeah. Hmm. There is also really straightforward. the man standing right next to me. Who does have both their uh, stress and structure, though. Yeah. Hmm. But that guy doesn't have any range, so I can just shoot him as he come up, comes up the hill. Whereas this man is right next Assuming to me. Assuming he comes up the hill and doesn't turn around and leave. Yeah, that's also fair. Alright. So, let's see. First of all, I activate, as protocol, steady my aim. To accuracy with my rifle against this fellow, the one who tumbled down the hill. Normally that would be a forested hex, but he did sort of land on the forest, so it's not really concealing him at the moment. So 11. Oh, 11 hits. Yeah, that's fine. 5. Round it down. 5 minus 1 is 4. Okay, and then I will turn to the one next to me and open up with the shotgun. Uh, Does 22 work? (laughs) Yes, and I don't believe you need to re-roll you're already dealing max damage. Unfortunately, this guy is not currently suffering from any status effects. Give it a minute. <laughs> and then um, I'm going to use the Everest's uh, initiative frame trait and take a quick free action to do a tech attack against the guy next to me. All right. Traditional invasion? Yeah. Seven. If I remember, that's higher than six. Yep. Alright, so he takes two heat and is impaired. And that'll do it. Fair enough. Alright, Jean-Luc. Alright, my dude. Okay, so still in difficult terrain. I have to boost in order to get within threat range of him. I do not have my external batteries right now. Boost, skirmish, overcharge, skirmish gonna have to be my order have you used your free everest action yet 
I have not. I could free boost that way, but that doesn't change anything except having me take one fewer heat. And I have none, and my heat cap is an eight. So honestly, I'm fine to hold that for the time being. I mean, you can do the Everest action and overcharge on the same turn. Attack four times. They would all have to be different weapons, but... Yeah, and only two of my weapons can possibly deal damage to this guy. Or you could invade him twice. I could. Is Jean-Luc Armand going to learn how to hack a dude in the middle of the battlefield? <laughs> Do it, coward! Is Jean-Luc Armand a script kitty? <laughs> you would only need to be a script kitty to hack these guys. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's start with that. So, tech attack... Does lock-on work for tech attacks? Eh, I have better than even odds. Lock-on is a free thing you can do that is a form of tech attack but will, will not inflict the status effects. No, consuming lock-on. He's got a lock-on on him. Oh, that. Yeah, you can use that. Okay. This is actually, like, maybe the most important role of my turn, so I will consume lock-on to tech attack. I think he is out of range of the autopod, though. That's a nine. I actually do make it happen. Nine is enough. He's slowed and impaired, which are two things you really do want this guy to be. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. My speed is six, so I get to move three spaces. One, two, three. And then Skirmisher will let me get up on him for melee attacks. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so I don't need to boost. So, tech attack, done. I move three spaces. I am within range three. So I get an accuracy to this CQB attack. Thermal pistol, twice. Does the accuracy... Yes, I am using a CQB weapon for Vanguard. I mean, the... you've used the lock-on, if that's what you're talking about. It's not. Vanguard 1, gain plus 1 accuracy when using CQB weapons to attack targets within range 3. Well, there you go. Yeah, so 1 accuracy on both of these shots. 11 hits, 2 damage, 9 hits. Yep. Alright, 2 damage. Skirmisher allows me 2 free spaces of movement, which turns into 1, so I'm there. And... Now I will overcharge, take one heat, and swing with my heavy charged blade, which does not get an accuracy, except I put my my exemplar's mark on him, so I'll have a reroll on this if I need it. Coming in with the heavy charged blade, 12 hits, 8 armor piercing damage. Damn. Wow. And I'll take my free quick action to skirmish and swing in with the tactical melee weapon. Does seven hit? Seven misses. I'm the only one who can use the reroll, so yeah. I might as well go for it. Damn it. <laughs> I do. <worse. laughs> Damn. 
Ah, well. I did skirmish twice, so I can move two more spaces. Assuming you were in range the whole time. I was. Uh, skirmisher has no range requirements. It's just when I do a skirmish. Well, I mean, if you're moving around the guy and not away from him. Oh, yeah, I am. I am. Just kind of... I know it, I know it doesn't matter because he can juke me, but it does mean he has to, like, change directions. Yeah, and thanks to Arya, even after he jukes, you'll be snapped back to this position. Yep, yep. I have performed my initiative. I have done a whole bunch of moves. I think that's it for me. I think I'm done. Yeah. So, turn order. Anyone can go again. And that includes Jean-Luc, if you just want to keep going. I would prefer not to go first, because if the um, NPC attacks Arya again, I can use my second charge as a reaction. Arya probably shouldn't go first either so that she can use the snap back yeah i do, i can reactively tech attack oh yeah wait until he, he's taking yeah, his so turn at this point it's between you and alan i'll just keep fucking swinging i'll just do a barrage we're very good at our job <laughs> <laughs> coming in first with the flex mount pop Pop, pop, watch Unfortunately, drop. those are static damage, but that's four energy damage. Yep, and you tear through this guy's health bar, and he blows up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, okay. It's going to happen at one, some Does point. Does that mean my barrage turns into a skirmish? Ah, what the hell. I, I do not have any other valid targets. Like, I, I'm willing to take a no. Like, I just spend the rest of my turn moving up to everybody. Up to you. Yeah, well, you you might as well, because you're, you're pretty far away. All right. Uh, skirmisher activates, move one space, then one, two, three, remove, spend my other quick action, one, two, three, four, five, six. Hi, everybody. Hey. Oh, hey, Hit welcome me. back. Hey, how's it going? That's it. I'm done. Well, that man is dead as hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's his fault. He rolled a one. He shouldn't have rolled a one. Yeah. He shouldn't have rolled a one. Happens to the best of us. So, incidentally, I have also been tracking the Berserkers' morale <laughs> separately from the rest, and they just broke. Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> Well, one of us fell down a hill. <laughs> the other one exploded. Jimmy just exploded. <laughs> and we're surrounded by the corpses of our... Well, we're surrounded by fallen mechs. I don't feel particularly great about our odds. I think we should perhaps beat a tactical retreat. Should we let them... No. 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 Do I not get an no. overwatch against that one on the right? No, they're all slippery. Oh, yeah. They all got that trait. That's right. Yeah, I forgot that's about right. that. These are the only ones I'm not okay with letting go, just because we don't know who's in them. The others, we can reasonably assume it's a bunch of farmers, but these might be plants. No, I don't think plants can drive mix. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> can I just shut one down? Go for the one with the more heat. Yes. 
can reasonably infer at this point that they all have six. Yeah, I'll invade this guy. Use celestial... Uh, no, not celestial shackles. Dimensional emblems. Which does... You create three size one data constructs in free spaces adjacent to your target, but not adjacent to each other. When a character, any character, passes through one of the constructs, they take two heat and the construct disappears. They last for the rest of the scene or until either they're destroyed, you take this action again, or you delete them as a free action. A construct can be destroyed by an adjacent character with a successful systems skill check as a quick action. I'm gonna uh, target that guy instead, I think. Also, I need to roll. Alright, is this an invasion, though? Yes. Alright, then that would force him to take heat. Oh, shit. And then stress, but is only impaired. Oh yeah, that's... I'm not sure if slowed and difficult terrain stack on each other or not. I don't think they do. I think if you are going at half speed for any reason, then you are always at half speed. Sounds right. Anyway, that's one of your actions. Take attack. Alright, um, other action... I'll, I'll puppet system the, that guy and walk him into one of the emblems. Fair enough. 21. <laughs> I'm assuming that that's, uh good yep and let me just double check here yep it is a form of invasion so between that and running into the data who's it he also takes one stress and is also impaired so that's two actions did you want to overcharge you haven't done so yet so it would only be one heat Sure, I guess. Acting noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll puppet the other guy. Walk him into this one. All right. <laughs> I don't think Arya's rolled below a 20 for hacking this entire combat. MVP. Yeah. MVP. MVP. Yes, I am very good at hacking, y'all. All right, two more PCs to go. I'll go. Protocol, steadying aim, firing assault rifle at guy on hill who fell down. I'll get him. Don't worry about it. He hasn't taken any structure damage yet, right? No, he did. Yeah, Never he took mind. one Never mind. He took, he took it when he fell. Never mind. Yeah. My plan is probably inferior to yours. Go for it. Two of them have taken structure damage. This one has not. All of them at this point have taken one stress. And damage. you said he doesn't have cover currently? At this point, he does. He has stood up and moved. Okay, so net zero. Oof. Oof. Yeah. You do have reliable. Yeah, zero. He'll take uh, two, then then subtract whatever. Okay. Don't forget, you're free to move. I know we're all, like, being real proud of digging our heels. I am in, actually but... not because I steady Dane. Oh, okay. Yeah. Guy with few hit points is only four X's away. Yeah, so I'll tar target him with a shotgun, and since I missed with that, I get an accuracy. And he does not have cover at the moment. No. Well, goodbye, dude! <laughs> uh, do you want to reroll the, the D6 just to see if you extra kill him, or...? Yeah, let's do that. Hey, you extra kill him! <laughs> As a matter of fact, he had three hit points left. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to overcharge. So 
so I also uh-huh. have two heat. Uh, it's not, it's not two. It's one d three. Yeah, the second time you overcharge, it's one d three. The third time, it's like one d six. I think. Okay. Yeah, and the fourth and subsequent times are one d six plus four. So try not to make it a habit. Okay, three heat. Fine. I have a maximum of seven. So I will tech attack this man. I see. The one is already at four. Yep. Uh, I believe 12 beats. Six. Is there a reason you have an accuracy? Oh, I forgot to take it off. All right. Well, a 10 is good enough. So waves of heat explode out of the Berserker's uh, power plant. And bits of the combine structure on top of it start sliding off as the connections melt. Me? And he's impaired. <laughs> Mortally. <laughs> hmm. Alright. Battle tour. Yay! Time to get on all comms. Surrender, fucko! No, no, I've got a plan. Fuck you. I'm not. It's one of you and four of us. I'm just going to hack this guy until his systems overload so much that his uh, console start exploding. So I'm just going to do three tech attacks. Well, hold on. We want to maybe question one of them. Yeah. Eh. Oh, wait, no, this guy I just shot. This, this guy's probably still fine. This guy's like, yeah, that, uh, guy's... that guy's crispy. Mm-hmm. That guy exploded. Yeah, yeah. fucking kill this guy. I don't like him. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna just... First, well, I have to make three tech attacks to overheat him anyway, so I might as well just go ahead and roll my uh, d6 for overheating now. Pop, pop, pop. All right, uh, that's another two. Not that it matters, because uh, I'm not attacking, but Nuclear Cavalier goes off at this point. <laughs> just stacking shit. Just stacking firewood. And then... Uh, three tech attacks. Three tech attacks, yeah. Get his ass. First one. Pop, pop, pop. No. Fuck. Come on. Miss. Come on, fuck. All right. Here's the second one. There you go. Okay. There we That's go. That's a hit. Third hit. And there's the third one, which is also a hit. So, um, he, we'll say he's fragmented, and for funsies, I'm going to disable his life support. <laughs> Just for funsies. Just to be a dick, because he is on a planet. Just to be a dick, yeah. Yeah, and just to be clear, what does that get you? Disable life support is plus one difficulty on all saves until the life support system is rebooted with a successful systems check as a quick action. All right. It is not a condition, but it is a pain in the ass. Yes. Can I go again, real quick? Because uh, I I can guarantee that I can melt this guy. I can melt this fucko. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Surrender or face the consequences. I attack with my assault rifle. It has reliable two. He takes two heat because of nuclear cavalier. Oh, okay. It does specify on a hit, though. Oh, it does specify on a hit. Okay, well. Alright, don't fuck up. You do have to roll, you fool. Oh, and there is. Actually, there's one other thing it specifies. If you enter the danger zone during your turn, this talent takes effect. On your next attack. Yeah, but this I entered uh, danger zone 
last turn. Right. In order to make a tech attack. Tech attack is an attack. Which is a form of attack. Oh, okay. Oh! Attacks are a type of attack. So, he still melts. So, we do not even get to this round. <laughs> and the next PC turn. Because Nuclear Cavalier kicked in because of your third overcharge. <laughs> and dealt four heat damage instead of two. Christ. Surrender as he's exploding. <laughs> John Luke goes, well, surrender, like, surrender, and that's as far as he gets. I think high heat likely just means they have to shut down to cool, like emergency cool, like in Battletech, right? Well, that's what happens when a stress comes mm. around. When you run out of stress is when the uh, critical meltdown occurs. I see. Pilot have a chance to eject. Flag. Traditionally, they do. Like I said. Uh, okay. From both heat and damage sources, you usually get a chance to uh, get the hell out. Uh, two of us have grabby hands. We can pick them up. Yep. Yeah. In case they are, uh, yeah. I also have grabby individuals hands. we do not want escaping but into the jungle. I don't think I took grabby hands. I think my grabby, I got rid of my grabby hands for something else. I have grabby hands, but I'm also maybe as tall as a person. <laughs> it's fine. Ape and I maybe, got it. Yeah. Eight feet with the mech. <laughs> All right, cool. We want to grab them and. Can we interrogate them next time? Yeah, I'll just saunter down yeah. there and, and grab him as he slowly parachutes down. Just be waiting on him. <laughs> Scoop up the... Specifically, the pilots of the custom jobs. Hello, friend. Yeah. The farmers are farmers. I hope that they're not going to, like, resort to hand-to-hand -to -hand combat against each other because their mechs are broken. No, that sort of took the wind out of their sails. Okay. <laughs> I wonder what the, they were fucking thinking during all of that. <laughs> well, they saw four figures emerge from the sky, then all their mechs started shutting down, and then everything went bad. <laughs> and then everything went bad. <laughs> then when everything went bad. I'll tell you what they okay. were thinking. It's it's this is what they were thinking. Ah! Oh, no! <laughs> Discord only caught part of that. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Odd we caught all of it, though. So, based on what I rolled, three of the special mech pilots survived and are in condition enough to be captured. Cool. Which one didn't? I want to know. <laughs> the one we were telling to surrender actually, like, just died uh, <laughs> when the mech tumbled down. The one running north that overheated. Ah. Yeah, my kill. Console exploded right in his fucking face, I guess. Yeah. I'd say it's like the ejection bar fused into the uh, pilot Ooh. chair. Oh, that's a bad day. Mm. Yeah. That is a very bad day. That is the worst day of his life, and coincidentally, the last. <laughs> that's the mm -hmm. one. Yeah. What do you think it looks like when Arya is hacking? Uh, Mewtwo. Yeah. 
I was gonna say psychokinesis, but yeah, you too. Hmm. Well, in any event, I'd say that about wraps it up for this session. I will make a note on the number of survivors and GG. come up with names for all of them. We can call one of them Crispy. <laughs> in any event, thanks everyone for joining in here, out there. Hope I'll see you next time. <laughs>